heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, about all the news stories today, my fellow Americans, lead to one conclusion that the U.S. political system is broken and probably beyond repair. Almost have to start this thing all over again. It's gotten that bad out there. There's a number of big stories uh, we are uh, following here closely, and we'll connect some dots today to talk about that political system, to be sure. Uh, The first one to mention is something we've anticipated, and it is now official. Uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has uh, now uh, said there is an impeachment inquiry in play. Uh, And, uh, yeah, well, listen, this is... uh, Potentially, the biggest political scandal in the history of our country, where an actual sit-in president may very well be guilty of bribery, influence peddling, and corruption on the world stage. This is a story to the likes of something we've never seen or felt, and we're living it right now with uh, number 46 uh, in the White House. Uh, So that impeachment inquiry is in play. Now we'll talk more about that today here. Interesting, Vladimir Putin comes out and says the prosecution of Donald Trump shows the U.S. political system is rotten. Said some very interesting things we'll talk about today as well on that. And, you know, you can't argue with some of the things he comes out with. To, to, to say that I would say that we would agree with Vladimir Putin on anything is a shocker. But in this particular story, we absolutely agree with the uh, former KGB agent. And then President Trump was in South Dakota this past week. What an amazing speech there in uh, uh, Grand Rapids. And uh, Governor Christy Nome has endorsed him uh, to be the 47th president. Uh, and this speech was... I think iconic. And I want to play, there's a piece of this you must hear that all Americans must hear. And I'm going to play about 12 minutes of that today. You are going to hear the president in a very important part of this, which lays out a lot of the corruption I'm talking about right now with you today. And it it just is a must listen to. On top of that, with all this corruption we're talking about, Another blockbuster story, the, uh, a whistleblower now has come out and has alleged the CIA has I- indeed offered uh, officials, a group of them actually, money to change their view on the COVID origins. <laughs> and you have to just ask yourself, well, why would that be exactly? What skin is it off their nose? Well, potentially a lot if the president is uh, playing on the foreign stage like we've suggested he has been. It would also play to a lot of other stories as to why they're so uh, upside down backwards, including the uh, withdrawal and uh, surrender in Afghanistan and leaving the uh, massive amount of uh, high tech equipment out there. All of these stories would play to this narrative we speak about today, friends. Welcome in here to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm out loud here. Big program today. Got a lot to cover. Let's get started now. And I, I think a good place to start. 
is the story about Russia, Vladimir Putin. This is fascinating now. Uh, he is asserting that uh, the criminal cases against uh, Donald Trump are political revenge that show the fundamental corruption of the United States. So here's his quote, and I quote, as for the prosecution of Trump, for us, what is happening in today's conditions, in my opinion, is good because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others democracy. <laughs> he said this at a uh, economic forum he was attending. Um, he goes on to say, everything that has happened with Trump is the persecution of a political rival for political reasons. That's what it is. And this is being done in front of the public of the United States and the whole world. Those are the words of Vladimir Putin. Now, you really can't argue with anything I just shared with you. It's fact. It is absolutely fact. And he is seizing the moment and rubbing it in the face of, uh, of America. But his comment about the world is watching is a very accurate statement. And the world has been watching the Biden administration with all the things they've done. That's why you're seeing the flexion of muscles in Russia and in China. And you're seeing the flexion of muscles in the Middle East. And this is what happens when you have a weak foreign policy program. So we're seeing more and more of that now. And it's going to be a lot more to happen here, friends, before this guy is evicted out of the Oval Office, uh, to be certain. Now, this, uh, the, the Russia story, you know, with, with, with Putin now, the Associated Press uh, went on with a, a bulletin on this. And you can always count on the Associated Press to uh, spread the minutia around pretty well. They did a good job here as well. They say during his four years in the White House, Trump repeatedly touted having good relations with Putin, while, while critics alleged he was submissive to the Russian leader. I'll stop you right there. That is the most bogus statement I could possibly have read to you from the Associated Press. The, we never had a chance to create a relationship with Russia. Surely the 45th president tried to and would have liked to, but it never happened. It never happened because they had the Russia, Russia, Russia collusion thing and the whole Moscow prostitute peeing on Trump hotel story on the dossier, the Christopher Steele dossier, and all of the rubbish that came out of that story, all lies, every bit of it's a lie. And uh, so it, how could he, he never had a chance. I, I mean, how could you make that kind of a statement? Touted having good relations. I mean, I, he was handicapped from the beginning, handcuffed, totally. I mean, what happened is the, the relationship deteriorated to an all-time low based on the games of left and right in D.C. is what happened with this whole Russia story. Pretty sad, pretty sick, uh, what's taking place there. AP goes on to say Trump has claimed he would resolve the conflict in Ukraine in a matter of days if he re regains the presidency. Uh, and then, of course, he has not provided details of his potential approach, AP says. No, like he's going to put it all out there, hook, line, and sinker for you people to dissect. <laughs> um and so Putin responds, he goes on to say, another quote from him, the AP has, we hear that Mr. Trump says that he will solve pressing problems in a few days, including the Ukrainian crisis. 
Well, this cannot but bring happiness. This is good, Putin says. <laughs> Gotta love this. So he's commenting back on this statement that the AP kind of taunts out there with the story. Uh, you know, the thing about Trump, you know, let's just keep it real. But, you know, you remember when in his administration, when he was in office, he took the hard problems and went after some of the hard problems and the dictators or some of the other things. And, of course, to the aghast of the media elite and to the aghast of the establishment, because they never did that, of course. And then they would always say that he was ponying up to dictators and things like that. The fact that he took on Kim Jong-un, rocket man. Uh, you know, the, the, the fact that he took on uh, Xi Jinping and had him at Mar-a-Lago and all that, you remember all that. I mean, th this all played to that narrative. He took on some of the, you know, the 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 big stories, the uh, some of the biggest enemies that we have and, uh, and, and did them in an unusual way and made a lot of people uncomfortable because he didn't follow the playbook of BS that DC always does and puts out there, you know. Putin goes on to say, what to expect from the future, no matter who the president is. It's hard for us to say, but it's unlikely that anything will change radically. So he was questioned about uh, the relations, what would happen uh, with a new president and if it was Trump or whoever it was. And he says probably not much would change. Uh, he claimed the Biden administration has instilled a stronger bias against Russia and it will be very difficult for them to somehow turn this whole ship in the other direction. Well, it's hard to do any of that, friends, when you don't want to do it or you don't want to make inroads to creating and building these relationships. You know, I said from the very beginning with the Ukrainian war, uh, the time for talk was right up front there. The time for talk with the whole NATO conversation was right up front there. The time to talk when they were amassing all the troops on the border of the Ukrainian was, was right then. Uh, the time for talk was at the table was right before all this happened. That was the time for talk. That was the time for action. That was the time we should have taken control of the situation where the you bring big people to the table and you solve the problems. That would have been the time to do it. The whole NATO conversation, the conflict on the border and Ukraine and all of that and massing troops and Russia's denial, all of that should have been the time a strong leader brought that to the head uh, and bring together clearer minds. And, you know, you we've seen that in history before. You address the problem right up front. It's peace through strength. And you do it immediately. But there was no conversation happening. There was no nothing. Not Nothing took place there. Uh, we turned the other cheek and because, you know, remember there was a lot of buyouts, again, back to these payoffs and these foreign compromises the Biden administration has. And a lot of these things rest in the... Uh, country of Ukraine as well, which would play to a lot of the narrative as to why we're that involved in this this proxy war in Ukraine to begin with. None of it's right. To be clear here, Ukraine's not right in this fight and Russia's not right in this fight. I'm not taking sides with either one. They're both guilty of something, frankly. And they're both corrupt as the day is long. It's nothing but corruption out there. But who the hell are we? We got more corruption here in the United States and who are we to sit here bragging rights with Ukraine or China or Venezuela or any of the others, these third world shitholes? What right do we have? We have no right. I mean, we're, we're as bad off here today and in many cases worse off, especially since we're going around saying we're something that we're not, right? Yeah, the statements that were put out here 
uh, from Putin, I thought were pretty dramatic. And he went on to say that we can't be calling ourselves a democracy when, uh, uh, well, I, I read that to you, the, the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others democracy. There it is right there. Pretend to teach others democracy. Pretend to teach others good, the fight of good and evil. How how can we do that in our country, my fellow Americans, any further? I mean, the corruption here, our system is broken. And it's it's beginning to look like it is beyond repair now. I, I We always are hopeful people. We always believe there's a better tomorrow, a shining city on a hill, a, a American exceptionalism. Something takes hold, but... The problems are so far and wide, uh, they, they've amassed so much in our nation that it's it's hard to see how we can come back cleanly from all of this, frankly. When you see the corruption we'll talk about today, the CIA and the FBI and the, uh, the, the NIH and the all of it is so freaking corrupt. Everything is. There's nothing up there that's got their hands clean. Everything is dirty. It's disgusting. It is beyond repair. What do you do? I've suggested before, one of the things is to move some of this out of Washington. The other thing is to close some of these government agencies down. And it is the bureaucratic state is the bigger problem, as we'll talk about just ahead with that CIA story and the whistleblower about the origins of COVID in China. And a lot of these stories come back to, again, Biden's relationships on the world stage. This is a corrupt president, without a doubt. Everybody knows it. The left knows it. The Democrats know it. They all know it. Come on. This stuff's black and white now. You have to be a moron with no intellect not to know it. You have to know it. This should just play your ideology and your political games. You don't give a rat. That's, that's about it. Everybody knows it otherwise. It's as clear as day what's happening here. But again, when you consider you have a sitting president that is very well guilty of bribery and influence peddling, corruption, at the, and it's, you know, I asked uh, Congressman Jim Jordan on that story on Viewpoint this Sunday on the weekend. And, you know, he sort of skated around the issue, of course, which a lot of them do, because it's not what? Because they haven't crossed a T or dot an I. We can see all the damn evidence. I mean, and they all know it, and Jordan knows it as well. He just can only say so much. I, I respect that. I understand it, man. You know, if they chop their knees off before, they, in other words, if they get ahead of the story, I mean, I, listen, I understand. I hope you understand. A lot of people, we sometimes expect more from some of these cats, but there is a limitation how far they can go without them losing their own political capital. Now, that's really what happens. It's called politics, friends. And that's the problem many of them have. Jordan has and they go out on a line. Jordan goes on a line. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson goes on a line. You know, it, there are those who go out on a line. But there's a there's a it is a fine line they go out on, to be sure. You know. Uh, all right. What I want to do here next here, and this is I want you to listen now to what we're going to do next, and then we'll come back to these other stories. So. I want to play a 12-minute segment from the speech in South Dakota, okay? And I want you to hear this speech, please, uh, but please listen to the words. Within 12 minutes, you'll have a very good sense of the level of corruption and evil that we're talking about in our country that played to the bigger narrative I've shared with you here, that our political system is broken beyond repair. I don't say that enthusiastically to anybody. It's a sad day in America. 
The opening part of this sequence, you'll hear the first statement he makes is when he addresses the crowd in the South Dakota. Uh, let me just give you a quick setup. And you'll hear a little bit of music as the crowd revs up. The facial expressions of Trump during this uh, uh, very brief, it's about a minute, that part of the program, but it is it is touches your heart. The actual video of that I'm going to put in this post when it goes to podcast, to be sure. I have put it out on social media as well. It is very striking. The body language of Donald Trump is absolutely a must-see. And it tells you, I believe totally, where he is in the fight. It tells you a bit of where his heart is in this and where his soul is. I'm absolutely convinced of it. I've played it and watched it many times. And it moves me and strikes me to tears when I hear it. When you see the body language of this one man who is just a man, just the same, but in a very unusual man, as Christy Nome has pointed out. Nobody liked this in history ever. She talked about it in the speech. I watched the whole speech. But the 12 minutes, the rest of the 11 minutes or so after the first, he goes on with a litany list of how, well, screwed up we are at the moment. And everything he has said throughout it, they're all facts. But when you do the, when you bring all those facts together in one talk, you begin to see how bad it really is, how much bleeding there really is that has to be fixed and how evil this fight is. So this is a really interesting 12 minutes. I don't expect that you listen to the full two hour and something program there in South Dakota, understood. But I want you to hear this 12 minute piece. And remember that first open a minute, right after he says what he says, and then that music there with the crowd and the crowd revs him on. And later on, I want you to go watch the video on this, but listen to the words right now of number 45, President Donald J. Trump. Here it is here, my friends. South Dakota is the state where Lewis and Clark discovered the awesome splendor of the American West. It's where fearless American workers carve their heroes into the face of Mount Rushmore. Think of that. It's where generations of hunters and trappers, cowboys, ranchers, miners, farmers, workers, and craftsmen help build America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years, where banks are collapsing and interest rates are through the roof. Likewise, we are a nation where energy costs have reached the highest in our history, where we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant as we were just 
a short number of years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and others for oil. Please, please, please help us, Joe Biden says. Yet we have more liquid gold right under our feet than any other country in the world. We are a nation that just yesterday heard that Saudi Arabia and Russia will be reducing their output of oil and substantially increasing the price. And we met that threat by announcing that we no longer will be drilling for oil in large areas of Alaska. We are a nation that is consumed by the radical left's Green New Deal. Yet everyone knows that the Green New Deal is fake and will lead to our country's destruction. We are a nation whose leaders are demanding all electric cars, despite the fact that they can't go far, cost too much, and whose batteries are produced in China with materials only available in China when an unlimited amount of gasoline is available inexpensively in the United States, but not available in China. And now we are a nation that wants to make our great army tanks all electric, so that despite the fact that they will not be able to go very far either, few pollutants will be released into the air as we blast our way through enemy territory. And also, we are a nation who wants to make our jet fighters with a green energy stamp, losing 15% efficiency, but allowing us to keep our enemy's atmosphere clean of pollutants while we attempt to knock out their planes all over the skies. We are a nation that ended oil exploration and production in the U.S. just as the price of oil reached an all-time high. What other country would do such a thing as that? We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. And we are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people. And it will only get worse. It would never have happened with me as your president. And for four straight years, it didn't happen. And China with Taiwan is next. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never seen before. We've got a Federal Bureau of Investigation that won't allow bad election-changing facts to be presented to the public and which offers $1 million to a writer of fiction about Donald Trump to lie and say it was fact, where Hunter Biden's laptop from hell was Russian disinformation, and the FBI knew it wasn't, but 51 intelligence agents said it was. And they knew it wasn't also. And the Department of Justice that refuses to investigate egregious acts of voting irregularities and fraud. And we have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired 
in no condition to lead and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and the possibility of nuclear war, which would be World War III and far more devastating than any of the previous world wars because of the weaponry that no one even wants to think about. Most powerful weapons in history. We're a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is all you get. And they are the enemy of the people. They refuse to discuss the Biden crime family, but enjoy covering false indictments of Donald Trump, who has done nothing wrong. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed and where crime is rampant and out of control like never before. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it has taken from us to build a military to more than rival our own. And less than three years ago, we had Iran, China, Russia, and North Korea in check. They weren't going to do a thing against us. And everyone knows it. They respected us greatly. Now Russia and China are holding summits to carve up the world. And perhaps most importantly, we are a nation that is no longer respected or listened to on the world stage. No respect. They think we're run by fools. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty, freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is collapsing into a cesspool of ruin, whose supply chain, this horrible, horrible supply chain, is broken and whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every single list. We are a nation where large packs of sadistic criminals and thieves are allowed to go into stores and openly rob them, beat up and kill their workers and customers, and leave with armloads of goods, but with no retribution, where the authority of our great police has been taken, where their families and pensions have been threatened, and their lives would be destroyed for the mere mention of the words law enforcement. We are a nation where fentanyl and all other forms of illegal drugs are easier to get than formula for our beautiful little babies. A nation whose once revered airports are a dirty, crowded mess. You sit and wait for hours and then are notified that the plane won't leave and they have no idea when they will, where their ticket prices have tripled, they don't have the pilots to fly the planes, they don't seek qualified air traffic controllers, and they just don't know what they're doing. We are a nation that has lost its confidence, it's lost its willpower, and it's lost its strength. We're a nation that has quite simply lost its way. But we are not going to allow this horror to continue. Three years ago, we were a great nation and we will soon be a great nation again.
It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. 2024 is our final battle. With your support in this primary, we are going to finish what we so brilliantly started. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media, and we will drain the swamp once and for all. Like those patriots before us, we will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, we will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. Together, we will complete the mission, we will cross the finish line, we will evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House, and we will take back this country with a righteous, and magnificent victory on Election Day 2024. The great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, the forgotten men and women will be forgotten no longer. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you. Thank you, South Dakota. God bless you. God bless you all. Thank you. Okay, you hear the uh, the president talk there about the great silent majority is rising. That is really the question uh, of the moment, friends. It, are people getting the message? Are they understanding the plight of the American dream and where the nation is right now? That That's what this next uh, election rests on, is that point right there. Because if the great silent majority don't get this message. And if they don't rise, this country is in its end days. When you hear Trump talk about the problems that beset the United States right now, you you hear the calamity and the collective part of all of these issues he puts out there and it does seem overwhelming when you you get a feel of all of the problems and the corruption and the injustice. Uh, it does become, it feels insurmountable. You need a 
an uncharacteristic leader to turn this tide around, but you must have the silent majority. So a, a lot has to go right here, I believe. I, I Listen, I think the signs are all there right now that a collapse of the United States of America is imminent. I'll say that again for you. A collapse of the United States of America is imminent. And it appears imminent to most everybody I speak to have, they have a sense or a feel that the country is on life support, that it doesn't have the future that we thought it had. And this, of course, is all on the grounds that we are approaching the 250-year marker. America's semi-quincentennial will happen with the next administration. Number 47, whoever that is, if it is Trump or someone else, that will be the president that will either be able to secure that next future, that hopefully that next 250 years at that point, or will sit in really on the watch and will have the demise and the, the final swan song, if you will, of this country. Things are that grave, I think, that you, you we have to look at reality. You have to look at the facts. You, you listen to the list of things I I uh, put out there with, with Trump's speech right there, and you you have to have a sense in your heart of what I'm speaking about right now. So it, it is quite grave, actually. Co combined with all of the other stories we're talking about today, I should leave us all with a... Uh, a pretty serious pit in our stomachs, frankly, that knowing the, the task at hand. But at the same time, it is important to point out that the great American spirit has uh, arose every time. It, it, it rises to the challenge. It has done it throughout history. When things were very bleak, when things looked like there wasn't going to be a tomorrow, and it's we've had these days before, before all of us were born, most everybody listening. But we've seen those days before in, in our early days in the in, in the in the 1860s in the Civil War, and uh, of course back at the founding the the Revolutionary War. But but also coming through uh, the World Wars that America saved the the world time and again, uh, and all of these other things in between that have happened. We're uh, you know. Things were very grave, uh, including the Cuba Missile Crisis and all of these things, the Soviet Union. I mean, there's a there's a litany of strategic moments in the history of this country that allowed it to get to 247 years as we talk here today. All of these things have happened, yet somehow, by the grace of God, when I say somehow, it's not accidental. But by the grace of God, we were able to rise to the occasion each and every time. And we were able to take it back. Our, our ancestors, the American spirit, the people, we the people, that's who did it every time. And now when Trump points out the great silent majority, that's the key right there. That's what it is going to take. It's not going to take missiles and rockets and gunfire this time. It's going to take 
the great silent majority because the problems are not an external enemy. The problem is an internal enemy. It is the United States government. That's what's changed with this particular fight. It is an internal domestic fight that we have on hand. A, a far more serious fight than these world wars and other things that we have uh, been involved in that 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 have uh, you know that have taken so much of our young men and women our our kids and the fight the american fight that i mean they were great situations but i don't believe there's a graver situation today than what the crossroads we find ourselves at right now this moment this is bigger than a world war right now because we're self-imploding and as was warned we are doing it to ourselves not an outside enemy and the outside enemies can see this which is why putin puts that out there in the way that he did up front of the program that i read to you and i mean his words are very striking and to repeat that again you know, he talks about uh, uh, American democracy here. As for the prosecution of Trump, Putin says, for us, what is happening in today's conditions, in my opinion, is good because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others democracy. Everything that is happening with Trump is the persecution of a political rival for political reasons. That's what it is. And this is being done in front of the public of the United States and the whole world. Are the words of Vladimir Putin right there. The, uh, the former KGB agent is correct in this particular story right here. And he sees what's happening. Again, uh, uh, you know, we've talked about Russia at length. We've talked about Ukraine. There are no innocents in the fight. But the fact that we're involved in a proxy war and our politicians are lying to the American people is a problem. The fact that this president is selling out to world leaders on, a, on an ongoing basis is a problem. And so we'll, we'll address more of that. I want to talk more about this impeachment or at least dive into that a little bit. And this massive story about the CIA and the cover up. Uh, that Oh, this story is beyond uh, reproach here, what I'll share with you on uh, what has been shared now uh, and, and how they operate, how they do everything with such slight and, and such underhandedness and such evil, which is what we have run in our country. It's our CIA, it's our FBI, it's our Department of Justice, it's IRS, it's our NIH, it's, it's everything. It's all polluted. It's all garbage. And it's why we are rotten right now uh, to the core. So there you go. All right. Uh, AmericaOutloud.news is the place to be, friends, to uh, share the out loud truth and get it out around the world uh, and surely to wake up that silent majority that Trump talks about. Uh, that is the place we need you to be right there uh, and, and help us out there. We're, we're doing our part here. We're on the front lines and having the tough conversations, having the difficult uh, words they're, they're not easy conversations to have. It, it's even today, it's, it takes a bit of bravery and, and a whole lot of honesty to be able to put this kind of conversation out there. Not everybody's going to be willing to do it. Of course, I understand that. 
but it's a conversation that needs to be had and, and I'm willing to have it. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at libertyatamericaoutloud.com. libertyatamericaoutloud.com. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome back into the Voice of the Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Malcolm at 8 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, friends. You can hear this broadcast, uh, The Voice of a Nation. It is, uh, I mean, it is where the out loud truth is. It's what we do here. It's the intersection of our, our truth, our honesty, our soul, our fight, for our, the, the fight of good and evil. Uh, it's, it's, uh, brings it all to to the core to uh, you know it's raw it's raw and you you can feel it you can feel it and and that's what we do here on this broadcast 
Now, uh, you, you heard the 12 minute plus uh, speech there from Trump. Uh, that again, uh, the video component of that opening sequence, about a minute, less than a minute, actually, it's a must watch. You'll want to watch it multiple times. You know, I did. And it it will grab you. It will grab you. And it will potentially bring tears to your eyes. When you see the body language of number 45 and you see the crowd and the reaction and the mannerisms of how he is lost in that moment, that's what I would say. I'll tell you what, I got lost in that moment with that, just taking that moment in. And I'll recognize and realize the... Um, importance of the speech but the uh the, the the importance of this moment the presence the reality uh in what we're dealing with right now friends and i thought that speech captured it uh, pretty well uh spot on actually yeah the corruption in dc is massive in size and scope it is not a small undertaking when, you know, you put a soundbite on there like uh, Trump does about draining a swamp. This is a very tall order. It's not a casual drain the swamp comment. You have to understand the massive corruption when your adversaries and enemies and third world leaders begin to call you out. You know, there's trouble in paradise, friends. You see, based on this metric, we are no longer the shining city on a hill, to be sure. We are no better than a third world cesspool. And that's where we find ourselves right now. So we have a bit of house cleaning to do right here at home. And we need to get that silent majority in play to have that house cleaning. Starting with the CIA and this uh, big story. Uh, so a CIA whistleblower has now told Congress that the, the agency, the CIA, has offered officials on a team investigating the origins significant monetary incentive, if you hear me now, significant monetary, they tried to buy them out is what they did. If they would change their positions, that it originated out of the leak from the Wuhan lab to unable to determine the origins. They wanted to call it a, a, a zoonosis, if you will, that it, you know it's transmitted from humans to animals and animals to humans, and that's what happened. And nothing more to look at here, right? That was the bat in the soup conversation early on. Remember that? Yeah. So this this is really where you start to get to the core of why we're so broken. Even at this point of time, these people are not willing to be honest with themselves or the American people. How these people sleep at night, what their soul looks like, those are all up for conversation, friends. But just think they can't be honest with themselves. They can't be honest with the American people. Even at this grave moment, they continue to double and triple down on this nonsense, bullface lies. Because you have a sellout at the very top in the Oval Office. There is no other reason for all of these actions to be having. No other reason would you surrender and depart to Afghanistan in the way that you did no other reason why you'd be doing a proxy war out there, inviting a serious uh, war to come into your your uh, coffers here. There's no other reason why you would leave that sort of equipment out in the desert there, that high-tech technology American equipment for your enemies and adversaries to grab on it. There's no other reason 
You would do any of this, uh, the buyouts in Ukraine, the money being laundered, no other reason. Would you have all this money come into your family? No other reason at all, friends, unless you're corrupt, son of a bitch of a president. And that's what number 46 is. He, he doesn't even live to the measurement of calling him a president, a number. And maybe there's a, uh, maybe there's a, um, uh, uh, something we can do or pass a resolution to strip him from the president, the SOB, that he would never be. I, I, I know, I know, but that's how much it disturbs me that he's not 46, that that gets taken right from him. I don't, it becomes an asterisk. We're almost at that point now where you look in the history book and there's an asterisk there. You know what I mean? It's like that's so that's what happened in this particular moment of time. Historians look back 100 years from now. What do they see? A big fat asterisk right there. What was going on? Oh, that's what's going on right now. And then what happened? Well, the silent majority rose. They were arisen. And they took it back. It'd be a hell of an asterisk, wouldn't it? So that uh, CIA... So the Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic and the House Permanent Select Committee is what we're talking about. Uh, they received this information, the whistleblower testimony regarding the agency's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. Like, why would it even matter right now? Why wouldn't we want the truth out there? I mean, who are you protecting? What? what what's, who are you protecting? Yeah, we know who you're protecting, you SOB, you know. So the whistleblower told Congress that the CIA assigned seven officers to the COVID discovery team. Okay. And these consisted, they were, they were like a multidisciplinary experienced officers, significant experience. This was a very coveted group of people that were charged to find out. So according to the story now, what's happened here, this, this uh, breaking story here at the end of the review, six of the seven members, six of the seven members, that's, that's about all of them except one, right? Of the team believed the intelligence and science were absolutely sufficient to make a confidence assessment that COVID-19 originated from the laboratory in Wuhan, China. That's a fact. The seventh member of the team, and by the way, the seventh member, just by happenstance, happened to be the most senior member, uh, was the one person there, the one officer who believed that originated through zoonosis, what I said to you earlier here. Now you see what's happening. So they planted the one guy in the group who was holding and towing the line, and the others, they had lost control because they had to, this was a committee put into this group. So you see what happened here. So the whistleblower further contends that to come to the uh, eventual public determination of uncertainty, the other six members were given a significant monetary incentive to change their position. Let's say it again. The other six members were given a significant monetary incentive to change their position. Hmm. Yeah, this is exactly the sort of thing. That happens in third world countries every day. And it happens here in the United States of America in 2023 as well. Happens here all the time. We are no better, as Putin has pointed out, as the KGB agent has pointed out, we're no better than the rest of the thugs. And that's what we're dealing with. That's how broken this system is, people. Pretty sad.
So right now, the final summary of this story is the lawmakers set a deadline of September 26, okay, end of the month here, for the CIA to turn over all records. So Congress has asked for all the records regarding the establishment of the COVID discovery teams, records regarding the communications from those teams, documents, records involved in CIA communications, all members of the federal government agencies, all of them, including the FBI, the State Department, Health and Human Services, Energy Department, all of them, lock, stock, and barrel. To which I say, good luck. Good luck. I bet you they don't turn them over. They have a history of doing that. Good luck. They have a history of burying the smoking gun. Good luck. It's deceit. It's evil. It's rotten. It's all over the place. We see it time and again. They're still not admitting what happened with the Russia, Russia, Russia. If that had happened on the other side, they'd be swinging the, the, the town square, my fellow Americans. Nothing's happening here to any of these people. This system is so freaking corrupt on all sides. Yeah. So, you know, what I started with and I said, the United States political system is broken beyond repair. Unless you're willing to do some massive major restructuring and remodeling and house cleaning, basically, it's the, the country has come to its end. It's it. That's not my opinion. It's just the facts, just the data. Where They're all in denial. They're lying. They're just going through the motions. It, it's just all bull BS bullshit. It's all it is, people. It's just constant BS. Nobody wants to admit the truth. Even the political people, when you have them, they can only say so much. They're not going to admit it. They're not going to admit the truth that I'm going to tell you here. So Kevin uh, McCarthy, the um, the uh, Speaker of the House, the uh, you know the establishment Speaker of the House, the big government Speaker of the House. I mean, you know, with all due respect, uh, and they all played the game pretty well, by the way. So uh, you know, I get it. We get it. You get it. Uh, so he's calling for an impeachment inquiry now. And he says this logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we need to know the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, why do they They just sit up there and just, you know, they put out a statement like like that's a real statement or something. I believe the president would want to answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kev. He's all over it, man. This president has such honorability. He shrieks of it. You can smell it when he comes into the room. You can smell the level of bullshit. How far it comes off the ground is what you can smell. Wow. I, I, you can't even believe they put this garbage out there. Like, who believe? he doesn't believe it. He says it out there. Who the hell does he want to believe that? Why would you even put that in your statement? It's It's ridiculous. I believe the president would want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's any bit of honorability in that douchebag. I mean, come on. Come on. Who, who are we kidding here? On this? Why don't they get real all the way, you know? The White House says Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes. His members are saying there is no evidence. <laughs> they could spin. They could spin about anything, these people. They're the biggest bold-faced liars there are. So here we are again with McCarthy completely flip-flopping all to help out Donald Trump's campaign. You know, they just can't help themselves, people. They just cannot help themselves. You know, the same people that are quick to react and hang Trump out every chance they can. Of course, there's nothing to see here. That's why we're in uh, the level of grave danger we're in. 
And it's a massive uh, wake-up call, people, right now. It's a rallying call. It's a massive call to action. Uh, that Trump, uh, when he says the silent majority, he says the silent majority is rising, the great silent majority, in fact. What do you think out there, my friends? Do you think the great silent majority is rising? I think Trump is being optimistic there. I don't think yet they've, a lot of them have gotten the bulletin. And some people may think on any given day there's a bit of optimism somewhere, but it's 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 sleight of hand. It's not quite what it needs to be, the outpouring and the tsunami of American spirit and patriotism and we the people of action that is required. Hell, they're still locking up J6 people for 20 some odd years. That's what they're bent on is putting the political prisoners away, just like they're going after Donald Trump. But on the public square, they haven't been able to lock him up yet because he's using the system. But if he was just one of the other cats, they'd already have his ass in jail, to be sure. But he knows how to work and manipulate the system uh, legally, pro properly. I mean, the way it should be done. Not, not only that in a negative way, just the way the game is played. And that's what he's doing. Whereas these other cats they don't have the resources and the power, sadly, and they're being locked up in great numbers here. They're still looking for people. Even after three years, I got reported just yesterday, I think it was, and still out searching for more people that can piss off and destroy their lives. In the meantime, these group of bandits run wild in corruption and doing everything they can and never see a day, a second, a moment of uh, of anxieties or uh, jail or, or threat of anything because the system is broken. It's a, it's a de decimated right now the the american uh the american way of life you know yeah it's uh you know i i can i sense every part of me sense it has a sense of what's taking place right now and the fact we are and i'm not surprised i guess that i'm living i knew that i was going to be alive and living at a most uh fascinating time historically i just knew all my life i don't know what it was going to be but i knew i was going to be put to the test in a fight some way i knew when i was 15 years old uh, and now that I'm only 18 and a half, I mean, you know, it's just a few years ago. But I knew, I knew back then that uh, that uh, something would be happening in our country. Something, there would be a rallying call and I would need to be at at our country's service, at God's service in the fight of good and evil. And here, here we are. Here I am. Here you are. Uh, friends, the great silent majority must rise. We, the people, must take back control. It's going to take an awful lot. The mission, the great mission is at hand, my fellow Americans, for all people to rise at this moment of time. We, the people, are going to have a collective and a strong voice to take back our country. It is time for action. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud. America. <laughs>